0: Hello there, my name is Heritage and you're welcome to this season of Poetry of Dust where we teach the word of God through psalms, hymns and spiritual songs. Join us in season two while we pursue communion, healing and transformation. Doxa, Ice Doxa. This is a story of how God healed me of how God turned something that I'd accepted as my cross into something that has now become my testimony. God heals. And the word of God does say that the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. In my short two decades and some on this earth, I have carried heaps of diagnoses, official and unofficial, on my back. Dyspepsia carpal tunnel syndrome, kidney stones. There was none that affected me the most. There was none as incapacitating as the D word, depression. For as long as I can remember, I've always battled voices in my head, mood swings that could not really be traced back to any trigger times of extreme sadness that would leave me emotionally crippled and physically incapacitated. I remember multiple occurrences in school where I'd be too numb to cry, yet so overwhelmed by the weight of my emotions that I could feel everything. I was drowning underwater with no chance for air. I was also being drenched in a heavy downpour, a dark, heavy cloud that always followed me around with no possibility of sunlight. I have many testimonies of God's faithfulness, of his providence, of his tender love and care toward me, but my greatest testimony is how he turned my mind from a place of torment into a landscape for beauty, creativity, and most importantly, communion. I've often heard it said that healing is the children's bread. I've also often heard it said that as a believer, healing is your inheritance. After all, it does say in Psalms 30 verse 2, O Lord my God, I called to you for help and you healed me. It doesn't say you will heal me. It says you healed me as long as you cry out to him it will happen so what then happens when you've been waiting on your healing to come and it still hasn't do you accept it as a thorn in your flesh like paul says a messenger from satan to keep you from being proud so that god's grace and power can work best i don't pretend to have all the answers but one thing i do have is an assignment and that is to be a witness of the all surpassing healing power of God. I'd like to share the ways I accessed them with you, dear listener, today. I've spoken in the past about my addiction to pornography and how it really was a snare in my life. How did I get healed of that? For me, it was very simple. I focused on God, He became my magnificent obsession. With my eyes fixed on him, his beauty, his presence, his word, soon it was enough to distract me from the things I had previously fixated on. It fell off like a weight. I stayed away from books that could trigger it, unfollowed things that would remotely lead to it, and I avoided movies or videos that had that kind of content. I threw myself into God wholeheartedly, dove deep and fast into edifying content. Back then, music was the only thing that I could comfortably listen to. And so my phone and laptop were filled with worship videos and different kinds of worship content. That was one phase of my healing. There are other things that God has healed me of that kind of happened in the same way. Carpal tunnel syndrome, which is a deeply uncomfortable pain and weakness in your hands, used to be a problem with the nerves that required me to wear a hand brace or bandage just so I could write with less discomfort. I can't even remember how it happened but I know that one day I bent my wrist and it didn't hurt anymore but the depression wouldn't just go away. The dark clouds wouldn't leave me and so I did what us human beings are good at. I adapted. I coped with it In fact, I coped better. In the past, the old heritage would have medicated with sleep and food. But now, this new and improved heritage would chase the light of God. She would seek his presence and fellowship with him until the darkness dissipated. It didn't matter if it took days or weeks. She was convinced that if she kept seeking him, if she kept showing up and kept asking for him to heal her mind, he would go away. And she would finally be able to function. And so the clouds became seasonal. I went from having them monthly to bimonthly to every six months. I could never really tell when they would come because there was no particular trigger. But I was at least grateful that they weren't coming as frequently as they used to. I had accepted that it was a cross I would have to bear for the rest of my life. But a part of me was okay with it. Because at least I had Jesus, the Good Shepherd, that even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, He would be with me always. My brothers and sisters in Christ, let me tell you something. Whatever you have believed in about your affliction being your loss in life is a lie from the pit of hell. God wants to heal you, and He wants to heal you completely. There are several instances in the Bible where Jesus Christ healed people. The Word of God says that there is not enough space on paper to write the things that Jesus Christ did, the miracles that He wrought. It says that whenever Jesus healed somebody, He healed them all. There was never anybody that Jesus Christ came in contact with. There was no ailments, no sickness. I could not bow to the power at work within him. So what am I saying? How many lies has the enemy told us for us to accept a life, a reality that is less than what we deserve? How many times have we sat back and just decided to take it? Today, I come to you as a messenger of God. To declare to you, to remind you of God's promise. In Jeremiah 33 verse 6, Which says, I will bring health and healing to it. I will heal my people and will let them enjoy abundant peace and security. And so that brings us to the second way that I accessed God's healing in my life. Through his word. One day, my mother, whom I love and respect so much, decided that enough was enough. No more room for depression and moodiness. No more space for that debilitating mental illness. And so she had another minister of God pray for me and encouraged me to declare the scriptures over my mind, over my life. At first, it didn't feel like it was working. I didn't feel any better. But day after day, I showed up. I looked myself in the mirror and said, heritage of God, you are not oppressed. You are not depressed. You have the mind of Christ. Your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. God has delivered you. You are free indeed. And like the psalmist says in Psalm 119 verse 50, the word of God literally revived me and brought me back to life. This isn't to say that the devil didn't try to come back with those clouds because he did. Oh, how he tried. But all thanks be to God who always causes us to triumph. One of my favorite stories in the Bible is that of the woman with the issue of blood. She surmised in her heart. She had so much faith that if she could only just touch Jesus, she would be made whole. She would be finally free. So that's what I'm here to do today. To remind you that all you need is one touch from Jesus and your life will be changed forever. Healing comes in many forms. Emotional physical, mental, financial, spiritual, you name it. None of them matter when confronted by the overwhelming power of God. You've probably tried over and over again to get out of that thing that is troubling you, that feels like such a heavy weight. But I'm here to tell you to try one more time. Mark 11 verse 24 says that whatever things you ask for in prayer... In accordance with God's will, believe it with confident trust that you have received them and they will be given to you. That's what Kenneth Hagen did, one of the fathers in the faith. He had a huge sickness, one that the doctors could not treat. And he laid on his bed one day and he accessed the power in that scripture. And he knew that healing was his as long as he believed. Everything is possible for the one that believes. God has sent his word through the scriptures and they are powerful tools of healing. I'm living proof of what holding on to God's word can do. I'm living proof of the transforming power of the word of God that can heal any disease. The testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy, which means what he did for another, he can do for you too. And so I am confident. Oh, how I believe in the God that has called me. That this testimony, that this awareness will provoke a mirage of contagious testimonies, producing a ripple effect that cannot be stopped until the knowledge of the glory of the Lord covers the earth as the waters cover the sea. I would hence like to reintroduce myself. Hello, my name is Heritage, and the Lord God healed me of depression that same God would like to heal you today. So will you reach out and touch him one more time? Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. Let the word of God dwell richly within you as you listen to this week's playlist. We know that you'll be blessed. And also don't forget to... Follow us on our social media platforms, Instagram at Poetry of Just Podcast and Twitter at Poetry of Just Pod. Thank you so much and see you next week.